Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's episode is about a struggle that affects every family in some way. I'm talking about anxiety, of course, and how we, as moms, can help the next generation navigate this overwhelming epidemic. Now, if you're like me, an anxious person by nature, staying calm as a parent when your child gets anxious may not be your knee-jerk response. But the good news is, we can learn strategies to be the strong, calm, and wise parents that today's kids need. We can do the hard work of healing ourselves and also modeling in our lives what we hope to eventually see in our children's lives. This message was inspired by the anxiety chapter in my new book, More Than a Mom. So if you enjoy it, go pre-order your copy now and tell your friends to do the same so that you can gain access to the amazing pre-order incentives we have available for the book releases on April 5th. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. My friend's 16-year-old daughter called her from school, panicked and stressed. Mom, you've got to check me out. Everybody is saying how hard this history test is. I know I'll fail it. Please come get me so I don't have to take it today. Immediately, my friend knew that her daughter had spent time in the mall. The mall is our high school's common area where the students congregate, and oftentimes they make each other panic as they discuss the difficulty of their classes or their grades. My friend often warned her daughter to beware of the mall mentality, and this was exactly why. I'm not going to check you out, her mom calmly replied, because you're ready for this test. Get out of the mall and go to the library to clear your head. You have studied and you know the material. I promise you'll do fine. Her daughter wasn't convinced, but she listened to her mom. She made an A on that history test, and two years later, this straight-A student was named a National Merit Finalist. She won a full scholarship to the college of her choice. She graduated with top honors. Clearly, she is an intelligent student who prepared for this test, so why did she suddenly doubt herself? And what does this say for the rest of us when even the brightest, most intelligent people lose sight of their ability to handle challenges? In some way, we all relate to this story. We all have malls in our life that trigger self-doubt or panic. Even when we've done the work, even when we leave home feeling completely confident, it only takes a voice or two to stir up worry, stress, or anxiety. Maybe it's the mall of motherhood, the mall of social media, the mall of college admissions, or the mall of your child making the team that makes you fear you're doing it all wrong or getting left behind. Maybe it's the mall of an angry world that keeps you living hyper-aroused and always on edge. Maybe it's the mall of family, the mall of community, the mall of work, or the mall inside your head that insists there is only one path to success, and if you or your child deviate or fail, life is completely over. In any case, the malls in our life can make us overreact, panic, or despair. They make us catastrophize events and believe our future rides on a singular event, such as, If my daughter doesn't ace this test, she won't get into the best college. If my son doesn't make this team, he won't play college ball or have the right friends. If my daughter doesn't get a homecoming date, she'll never get a date in high school. Mindsets like these can lead parents to do crazy things. They focus attention on our temporary circumstances rather than God's almighty power. Nashville counselor Sissy Goff says that anxiety is an overestimation of the problem and an underestimation of our ability to handle that problem. She has written amazing books to help girls and their moms develop healthy mindsets to work through anxiety. Since we live in anxious times, her messages are super relevant. It's now estimated, sadly, that one out of every three kids struggles with anxiety, and girls are twice as likely as boys to suffer. So how can we, as moms, help? 
How can we guide the next generation through an epidemic that is seen in every community today? Here are five steps to get started. One, address our anxiety. We can only take our children as far as we've come, and raising healthy kids begins with them seeing a healthy mom. We want to parent out of our wisdom, not our wounds. Yet to do this, we have to work through the anxieties and insecurities we have that spill over into our family. Taking my friend's story, imagine if she'd panicked and checked her daughter out. Besides removing a challenge that her daughter was ready for, she might have created a new dynamic of rescuing her daughter before every scary test. Today, her daughter is thriving in college with a very rigorous major, yet I doubt that'd be the case if her mother guided her differently. If her mother lacked the skills to manage her own panic, she might have fueled her daughter's worries and deprived her of opportunities to build her self-confidence. The work we do for ourselves as moms benefits our family. Addressing our anxiety helps us better lead our children. Two, seek help when needed. My friend Kim Anderson is another fantastic Nashville counselor. She helps moms get unstuck from unhealthy thought loops, shame, and the stories or lies that we tell ourselves. Kim says that it's amazing how quickly a mom's mindset and perspective can change as she begins the process of healing herself. Sometimes we need professional help to replace unhealthy thoughts with healthy ones and also work through trauma from our past, even soft trauma, like a hurtful comment we heard in second grade, that is negatively impacting us and our family. If we're not careful, our stuck places will become our kids' stuck places. Three, aim to be bigger, stronger, wiser, and kinder than our kids. One of Kim's favorite counseling concepts is the circle of security, which helps parents grow healthy, intimate attachments with their children by being the bigger, stronger, wiser, and kinder one. Through this relationship, children draw strength and enjoy life. The opposite of this is the ET syndrome, where the parent-child attachment grows symbiotic. In the movie ET, Elliot gets sick as ET gets sick, And in parenting, this may look like us being more upset than our child over an event in their life, which, by the way, we have all done at some point, or us being so distraught over a trial that our child is facing that we can't provide love and emotional support. If we can't handle the hard things in their life, they certainly won't be able to handle the hard things in their life. It's a sign of parental growth when our children's emotions blow completely out of proportion, yet we, as parents, can lovingly tell them, I won't get on that emotional roller coaster with you, but I will be here at the gate, waiting for you with my arms wide open when you're ready to get off it. It's also a good sign when we can say, yes, this is a challenge, but you've got this, and I believe in you. Four, fight anxiety with God's truth. Truth begins with God because God is truth. He's a God of peace and order, so when we're anxious or confused, we're probably listening to human voices rather than His voice. On a Facebook page that I follow for parents of teenagers, a mom once asked for advice on helping her college-aged daughter handle a bad roommate. More than 700 moms replied, and all of them had strong opinions and conflicting advice. As I scanned the comments, I thought, who is this woman supposed to listen to? Everyone thinks they have the perfect answer, so who is right? It hit me then why we need God, one central source of truth. Without Him in the picture, we only confuse each other. We become the blind leading the blind. Ten years ago, we may have gotten three conflicting opinions when we posed a question to other parents, but today we can get 700. No wonder we're more anxious and confused than any generation before us. A counselor once told me, if we don't put our anxiety into something bigger than ourselves, we'll try to micromanage it. 
Here, I believe, is where we often get sidetracked as parents and also extra controlling, assuming that it all depends on us. Anxiety triggers the primitive part of the brain, the amygdala, which basically has three key reactions, fight, flight, or freeze. But as we pray, meditate, and reflect on scripture, our thoughts move toward the evolved part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex, which is the center of reason, self-control, and big picture thinking. Kids grow resilient to anxiety when they know that they are loved, even if things don't work out the way that everyone hopes. As parents, we set the tone by trusting God's plan. And even if our heart breaks for our child over a certain event in their life, we can save our come-aparts for adults so that we can stay strong in front of our child. And five, give ourselves grace. Maya Angelou said, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. As parents, we need lots of grace because we make lots of mistakes. We change, grow, and evolve constantly. After parenting for 20 years, I can now look back and see plenty of things that I did wrong. While this self-awareness has made me a better person and a better mother, it also can trigger regret or guilt. It's very easy to dwell there, stuck in that regret or guilt, but God doesn't want us to stay stuck. He created us to parent with a spirit of strength and not defeat and to receive his new mercies each morning. Who we are today matters more than who we've been in the past. And rather than beat ourselves up, we can move forward more wisely, asking God to bring good from our missteps. So if you worry that maybe your anxiety has made your child's anxiety worse, go easy on yourself. Know that we're all working hard right now to restore our mental health after two stressful and very exhausting years. Even more important than being a perfect mom is being an honest mom who admits her humanity and forgives herself for the past. You and I both are a lifelong work in progress, and it benefits our kids when they see this because guess what? They are a lifelong work in progress as well. In my newest book for moms, which is coming April 5th, there's a whole chapter on anxiety because of its deep impact on our well-being. Five years ago, my personal wellness didn't feel all that important, but now that I'm raising and launching teenagers, I realize that one, my girls will always remember what they witness in my life right now, and I need to model what I preach. And two, what today's teenagers need most are healthy-minded guides. They have a thousand voices competing for their attention. So what might inspire them to tune in to us? What makes us trustworthy mentors? I'll tell you what, growing a strong relationship and giving wise advice. Our kids will always need help navigating real-life situations, even when they are grown adults. And as we teach them to reframe stressful situations with truth, love, and logic, we become the mentors that they need. We start to parent them through influence rather than power. Our children are growing up in a world full of really loud malls. They're surrounded by voices daily that make them doubt themselves and want to check out. As moms, we can't control the noise or the countless voices that they hear, but we can be a voice of reason. We can wisely guide them through their difficult and anxious moments so that they can build their confidence, their character, and their ability to meet a new challenge. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, please remember to pre-order my new book for moms, written for girl moms and for boy moms, that releases April 5th. The book is called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive. And this book is all about taking care of your inner wellness and letting your children witness your journey to become the best version of you. 
You can find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.